When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frontier American English with this guy. This is English teacher challenge number 10. No editing here. So whatever happens, happens. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen, but the plan is we are going to visit a convenience store here in the United States, but it's not like most convenience stores. It's actually a Jamaican convenience store. And then after, We are going to eat some Jamaican food right on that table. I've already pre-ordered my meal, pre-ordered. So before I went on camera, I ordered my meal. It's ready. We'll come back out here and eat it. But before we do that, we're gonna visit Caribbean Life Grocery and Gift Shop. And like I said, Sophia is the owner and like I said, she is originally from Jamaica. So maybe if you're watching this outside of the United States and you wanna come here one day, people do it all the time. And uh, this store is run by someone not originally from the United States. <clears throat> my food is right over here. Let's take a look at my food. It's right here, but uh, we'll come back and eat that. And there's a little bit of traffic here, too. Hey, right next to the gift shop is a weed dispensary. If you've seen the English lesson I did at a farm stand, right next to that farm stand was a weed dispensary. So they sell marijuana there. But we're not gonna go in there. I didn't ask them. Let's go somewhere where it's a little quieter. So like I said, Sophia said that I could film in here as long as I didn't get her on camera and as long as I didn't get any customers. So let's look over here and we can talk about some different hats that they have. We might call that a beanie, or a wool hat, or maybe a winter hat. And this, we'd probably just call a regular hat. Ooh, she shut the door. Thank you, Sophia. She shut the door so there'd be less noise. This might be a hat or a cap. and we might just call this hot sauce. So it's a condiment. A condiment, that's the name for things like ketchup, mustard, relish. Hot sauce would be a condiment and there is a whole shelf full. These are shelves. 
Notice I say shelf, it ends with an F, but when it's more than one shelf, it becomes like a, a V at the end. Shelves, shelves, shelf. There are a lot of shelves there. Now there is a shelf full of what looks like marinade. Marinade is what we call things that take a little longer. They will season your food, but you often have to soak that food, it's usually meat, for a long period of time for it to get all of that flavor. Hot sauce, you put on, gets the flavor. Marinade, takes a little longer. We would call this uh, shelves of bread. And those are coolers. I've talked about coolers before, but it literally makes the stuff inside them cool. And some more, more coolers back here. I don't think it there. I don't think it's a freezer. A cooler is like a refrigerator, but they actually do have freezers here too. And we might call that a freezer full of fish. Lots of F's there. Freezer full of fish. And I would say this is mostly a shelf full of seasonings. Seasonings. Salt and pepper, probably the two most common seasonings. This side of the store we might call these canned goods canned goods you might have beans here lots and lots of beans now I don't know exactly what this is but it says mega punch and it says it will boost my manhood. I need to get this, right? I, I need some more manhood. Make me feel a little more manly. I'll probably try that out at home. I also saw a drink over here that I wanted. door a little hard. I 
didn't mean to. But this is uh, Malta, India. I thought it was from India. Sophia said no. It's uh, probably from the Dominican Republic. Definitely not from India. But with my Jamaican meal outside, I need something to wash it down with. So we need a drink. We'll take this. We'll take this to boost our manhood and then we'll go over and pay. Well, they also have some chocolate over here too. Maybe I'll get some chocolate for dessert too. Should I put it over in this little no, box? Oh, okay. And we'll, we'll get some chocolate too. with one hand how did you get outside um i got the jerk chicken Bone in or boneless 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 and sophia said jerk is always spicy always spicy lots of heat all right let me get my money out here all right thank you to mention Rudy Rudy it's from Haiti they have a hat over here from has the Haitian flag oh it's okay just keep it I'll just take the 10 yeah thank you very much thank you so much for letting me record too oh no do I need a bottle opener or is this a twist off? I think it's a twist off. Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> Thank you. We can talk about uh, twist off. Thank you. Yeah, so no editing here. My um, editing software is not working. So this is all pretty much live. So let's talk about um, a twist off cap. It's kind of exactly what it sounds like. A twist off, it's so dark here. Um, if, if I don't need a bottle opener, I can open this by twisting it. We'll soon, we'll soon find out if this is a twist off. Just set the camera down here. So if this is a twist off, I can just turn it did you hear? It is a twist off. It's a twist off cap. If it's not, I would need a bottle opener. And a lot of times in the United States, it says twist off. But my eyes, as I get older, they might be getting so bad that I couldn't see it. All right, do you, leave in the comments uh, if you have this in your country. This is not very popular in the United States. But if you go to a specialty store, like a Jamaican grocery store, you could probably find it. It's different. I was thinking it might taste like Coca-Cola. No. No. It's more, um, well, it says Malta. It has a malt flavoring to me. 
Um, but we did, we got this um, dessert right here. Vanilla Thrilla. Vanilla Thrilla. And then I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll have to make a Instagram short or something about this mega punch. But the, uh, the manhood, I think it'll help me. Let's go get our food. I forgot to mention also, this is a food truck. So right on the side of the road, you just go right up to the window and order your food from a food truck. All right, we'll come back here and eat a few bites. This whole meal was about $14. They gave me some plastic ware. So we have our plastic spoon, fork and knife and a little napkin in the back, all in a, a plastic wrapper. Probably not good for the environment, but let's see what we have here. All right, looks like we got some rice and beans, maybe some vegetables on the side, and that is boneless jerk chicken. I could have gotten bone-in chicken. That means it would have bones, or I got the, the boneless. I figured for the camera, it would be a little less messy if I got boneless chicken. Although, this might be a little messy. So let's, uh, let's open up our plastic ware. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig in. There's a... Uh, English phrasal verb for you there. Dig in when you're going to eat something. Let's try this rice and beans first. Come on. So good, so good. I'm not sure about these veggies here. It looks like, almost like coleslaw, we might call in English, but there isn't mayonnaise on this. So most of the time, coleslaw has a lot of mayonnaise, this just looks like maybe some um, sliced cabbage and carrot. Tastes a little like coleslaw though, without the mayonnaise. Probably healthier coleslaw. All right, let's try this chicken. Yeah big pieces, $14. I will leave a link in the description for the Caribbean Life grocery and gift shop and then Jeff's Jamaican, Jeff's Jamaican cuisine, the food truck here. Let's, uh, it's not the easiest to cut with plastic and I don't wanna take a big bite. That might be embarrassing on camera. Let's take a, a nice little bite and then when I get home I'll try this and uh, I'll have more manhood and then I can take bigger bites of chicken. How about that? Alright let's try this. It smells, hang on. It smells so good 
and they are actually cooking it right over here. So there's definitely a wooden fence here, but just uh, just over the fence, I bet they have a barbecue here. You can almost see the smoke. Oh, it's, it smells so good around here. So I bet this chicken is gonna be amazing. Let's do it here. Mm. Take a little drink here. Of our Malta India. All right, this chicken I would call this fall off the bone chicken. So when something is cooked slowly, like all day long, and it like literally will fall off the bone, that's what we call it in English, fall off the bone tender. You might hear, fall off the bone tender. And that is exactly what this is. Now I don't live that far. I live in just the next town over from here two towns over like I have to I could pass by this way on my way home from work I've never had this before but I guarantee this will not be the last time I have this another little bite so good one of the best meals I've had in a long time if you like this type of English lesson where I'm just walking around check out the one I made at the bakery not too far from here, just down the street a little ways. All right, how do I shut this camera off? Thanks so much for watching. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's English lesson, I want to teach you uh, a term or an expression that native English speakers use all the time. And that is waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I'm filming this outside of my hotel room at the Best Stay Inn, so it's a little noisy. There's some traffic and some equipment behind me. In order to use the term waiting for the other shoe to drop, two things have to happen. One, you receive bad news and you think more bad news is coming. Right next door to my hotel is an Irish pub and they are flying the Irish flag, the American flag, and also the flag of the EU. If you're an EU member, that might be something you recognize. Let's say you get to work in the morning and immediately, right when you get there, your boss says, hey, I'd like to have a meeting with you this afternoon. And maybe that's new, maybe your boss never asks for a meeting later in the day. So all day you're worried, 
And a friend at work might ask you, hey, why are you worried? Uh, boss uh, called me in for a meeting later today. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I think I'm gonna get fired. Speaking of the EU, or in English, we call it the European Union. I'm really thinking about all of those in Greece today. If you're living in Greece, um, I hope you're safe. I hope your homes are safe. But I think we could use waiting for the other shoe to drop for Greece right now. If you're not aware, if you haven't been watching the news right now, in August 2021, there are wildfires burning and they are creeping closer to houses. They're getting closer to houses. So the bad news is that there are wildfires. You know, trees are burning. That's awful to see that. But some people living in Greece right now might be waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that means that the fire might be getting closer to their house. So the bad news is getting even worse. Uh, the last time I read, thousands of people had to flee their homes. Flee. It means to leave. It's another way we might say leave and usually pretty quickly. You may be wondering, where did the term waiting for the other shoe to drop come from? And I don't know, but let's imagine this. You're living in an apartment building and above you, there's a person. Every night before bed, they take their shoes off. So maybe you are in bed and you hear one shoe drop. Ugh, and it might drop with a thud. That might be the, the word we use for a shoe falling on the floor. And you look up and you know everybody has two feet, right? Or most people have two feet. You're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and then you'll be able to get some sleep. You won't be woken up by any more loud noises of people's shoes dropping on the floor. You work in the United States, or at least it doesn't work in Russia because I've spoken to people who live in Russia and they say they take their shoes off right when they get home. Also, if you live in Taiwan, I've heard that's probably true for you too. If you want another English lesson to help you with your English, right up there. Check it out. Thanks for watching. In today's lesson, I want to give you three, maybe four sayings and idioms that native speakers say all the time in English. All of them will have the word cold in them. And I think, you know, this will be a great way to learn English for those phrases. But I think the better thing will be listening to a native English speaker, hopefully speak clearly speak at a really good pace for you, not too slow, not too quickly, and it's going to be super casual. So you can watch this over and over again, maybe have this playing in the background while you're doing dishes, just to get that listening inside your brain so that your brain will become uh, more comfortable with hearing the English language. And one of the best ways to speak English is to hear English. I've said it before in some videos, it's true, I promise. Listening to English will actually help you speak English. So I have some notes on my phone. You may see me look down at my, uh, at my knee a couple times because uh, my phone has some notes. It has the sayings that have cold in them that I wanna talk to you about. So the first one is cold turkey. Cold turkey has nothing to do with the animal. 
turkey. Um, we often in the United States eat turkey for Thanksgiving. And I don't know, it's an idiom, which is why it has nothing to do with turkey being cold, but it means you stop something right then and there. It's another phrase we use a lot. Right then and there, you stop something. And it's almost always bad. So smoking is the first thing that comes to mind. I hope you don't smoke. I hope you don't smoke. I think some cultures around the world think, uh, you know, smoking is okay. In the United States, and I think science backs this up, but yes, you shouldn't, you shouldn't smoke. But let's, uh, let's take a friend of yours or a friend of mine and my friend smokes. And then one day they decide, you know what? Today I had eight cigarettes. Tomorrow I'm gonna have zero. I'm not gonna smoke ever again. That's stopping cold turkey. Maybe you, uh, you have a lot of sugar in your diet. I might be guilty of that. And maybe one day I say to myself, you know, you know, know what? No more sugar. No more sugar. I would stop it cold turkey. Number two is to get cold feet. To get cold feet, it means you have something to do, you're getting nervous, and then you don't want to do it. One of the most common ways you will hear to get cold feet in English in the United States is when someone is about to get married. And maybe the night before, they think to themselves, oh no, this is the wrong person. I can't marry them. And then they don't want to go through with it. That would mean they have cold feet. Or if they start doubting themselves, oh no, should I marry this person? You might say they are starting to get cold feet. Again, I'm not sure what feet has to do with it. I'm not sure what cold has to do with it. But anytime you hear of somebody getting cold feet in English, it means they're getting nervous and they don't want to do something they have to do. They don't want to go through with it. Let's see the next one. Oh, give someone the cold shoulder to get. So this is your shoulder right here. It really has nothing to do with cold, nothing to do with shoulder, but it means you ignore somebody. You ignore somebody. Let's say you have a coworker, someone you work with, and I don't know, maybe you heard that they were talking about you when you weren't in the room. They were saying bad things about you. We might say that they were talking behind your back. There's a bonus phrase there. If somebody is talking behind your back, means they're talking about you, you're not in the room, and they're saying bad things about you. So if you found out somebody was talking about you, someone was saying some not so nice things about you, the next day at work, you might give them the cold shoulder. You might ignore them. So anytime you ignore somebody, you're giving them the cold shoulder. Oh, the next one. I like this one. Out cold, out cold. I think there are two ways that we can use this. Uh, one is good and one is bad. Let's do the bad one first. If you get injured, if you get hit on the head and get knocked out, that's an English phrasal verb. If you lose consciousness, that's a big word. Basically, let's say somebody gets hit in the head 
and then they pass out. There's a lot of English phrasal verbs there, right? But they're on the ground, their eyes are shut. You shake them to try to wake them up and they don't wake up. They're not dead, they're not dead. They're just out cold. They're just out cold. They probably have a concussion. So that's the bad way. You can get knocked out and you can get knocked out cold. You're just out cold. Uh, boxing, does anybody, anybody like the sport of boxing? It's a little violent. Some people like it, but if uh, somebody gets punched in the head, they go down and then people try to wake them up, we might say that they have been knocked out or they're out cold or they pass out. So a lot of ways to describe that. But one could be a good way. And this is when you're sleeping. Let's say you have a small child and that small child has been running around all day running 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 they have a lot of energy well at night maybe they go to sleep and they're just out cold that's good for parents if you are sleeping and you're just out cold that's good now it might be bad if you have a job interview and your alarm goes off and you're still out cold and you don't wake up for the alarm and you don't make it to the job interview on time yeah, that would be a bad thing. So out cold can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. Let's see any more? Uh, I mean, I have a couple more written down, but I think these are the most common. I don't wanna give you one that you'll never use. So let's stop there with uh, some that you will hear quite often. And then I hope that you were able to follow along with this English lesson and uh, I'll see you next time.